Hello and welcome to Codish, an exploration of the lives of modern developers. Join us as we dive into topics like languages and frameworks, data and event-driven architectures, and individual and team productivity, all tailored to developers and engineering leaders. This episode is part of our Heroku in the Wild series. Welcome to another episode of Codish. I'm Joe Kuttner, an architect at Heroku, and today we'll be talking about the GitHub Student Developer Pack, and I have with me a student who is a part of that program. Uh, Heroku, along with many other companies, has partnered up with GitHub to help this cause. Uh, it gives students access to the same tools as professionals, uh, so they can build apps and uh, be productive in the same way as uh, those of us who do this every day. Uh, so with me is Anupam, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, I'm Anupam Dagar, a final year undergraduate student at Indian Institute of Information Technology, Allahabad in India. I'm an open source contributor and have contributed to Zolip, Hasura, Public Lab, and FOSS Asia. I am one of the 50 GitHub campus experts currently in India. And you're enjoying the program, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, so it's my final year and my main course has been already completed. It's just like some miscellaneous subjects remaining to complete my credits. But yeah, the course was actually very much good. And how did you hear about the GitHub uh, program? So I was told about the GitHub Student Developer Pack by one of my seniors when I was in my freshman year. I actually needed a domain name and he suggested me to go with the Student Developer Pack. So because of, apart from the domain name, I was getting a ton of extra tools, which surely helped me to advance in my development career in my coming years. And how long have you been working with the program? It's been two and a half years since I have been a member of the pack. Cool. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about the app and, and what it is that you're doing? So my app, which I named Hawksnox, is a portfolio generator. So the idea was to make it easy for the people who have little understanding in how to make their own websites. So I made this as a backend learning project during the summer break after the completion of my freshman year. The app provides various methods to log in and also multiple portfolios to be created by the user. And they can share the link to their portfolio, which is accessible on any device at any point of time. This was the most requested features actually after when I after released the beta version among my university student community. So actually, I did it in two ways. Uh, I first released a first version, which was for my college students, my batchmates and seniors. And, and then I got some feedbacks from them. Then I finally de deployed it, the final version onto the Heroku and let the world know about it, that I made this portfolio generator. Ah, interesting. So how did you come up with the idea originally? Uh, so the story is actually quite good. So the name Hawksnox is actually was thought of by me a few months back when I was in a hackathon. So that was my first hackathon. And the, there was, I remember, .tech domains. They were giving out free domains to us. So I took one do domain name and the random name came into my mind, Hawksnox. And I thought like whenever my first project comes up, it will be named Hawksnox. So the, how the idea came up is like I wanted to learn a backend framework and I only knew front-end till the end of my freshman year. So that during the summer break, I took up Django and tried to get a deep understanding of the underlying principles of the framework. So I took a couple of tutorials available online 
went through the official documentation, but I wasn't quite confident enough to make an app in it. I thought of making a project from scratch and learning the framework on the way of building it. So finally, I came up with the portfolio generator, also known as Hoxnox. So I probably got this idea because I was making a lot of front-end single-page websites till the end of my freshman year. I actually made a lot of websites because if there was any event, so I volunteered, okay, let me make the website for it so I can improve my skills. And at the end of my first year, I had a, quite a good bunch of front-end websites made to it. So during my freshman years, I also saw many of my seniors preparing for the final year placements preparing their resumes and trying to boost their profiles. So I thought of making this hard copy ritual to go digital. So I knew that many of such websites were available online, but I thought of taking it up as a challenge and giving it a try. So I was excited about it because it was going to be my first project, which actually interacts with the end user and was not just a static website, which just shows a constant data. Also, not to forget, I had this fire of keep sharpening up my skills and learning new technologies burning inside me. So you're running the app on Heroku. Can you tell us a little bit about how you're using Heroku and uh, what parts of Heroku you're using? Deployed this app over the Heroku. At that time, like the Heroku was not, I guess, the part of the student developer pack. Uh, I got introduced to Heroku because when I was searching for the deployment platforms, I didn't know how deployments actually work. I knew of some platforms, but didn't know that it was limited to PHP. And my stack was of P, uh, Python, free, Python stack. So I got introduced to Heroku while looking for it. And the best thing was Heroku was free. <laughs> so yeah. So the first thing came was like, okay, I completed my first year. I want to deploy my project. I need a server and each website said, okay, pay us this much amount and we'll host your project. But then came the Heroku, it was free. So I, I got to know that I cannot just deploy it easily like a static website. So I got to know that there are some configurations to be done. I did them. And the thing was deploying over Heroku was easy to a very great extent. I just needed to do some configuration I using Heroku Git and simply pushing over to the Heroku branch and it was done. Also, there was another way to just connect my app to my GitHub repo and whenever I commit to my GitHub repository, it automatically gets synced up. So this all actually quite fascinated me. And another thing was like setting up a custom domain name was also very much easier. It was just like filling up a form field rather than configuring everything by myself. Yeah, so it's a, a web app. You said you're using uh, Django and Python. Is that right? Yeah. And you're using GitHub Sync. Are you using any of our add-ons, uh, databases, caching services, anything like that? Yes. Yeah, so uh, for this app specifically, I am using the Postgres add-on. I was using SMTP that was inside the Django. But I later on got to know that SendGrid is also there. So I am using SendGrid add-on also, but not for this app, but for my other apps. So how would you say that uh, Heroku has helped you? It sounds like it's uh, obviously because of the cost, uh, but in terms of like productivity, uh, what do you think are the advantages of, of Heroku? Yeah, so actually I have seven apps hosted on Heroku at the moment on my account. 
So Hiroko provided me with the hobby dive dino in the student developer pack. So the best thing about that was that with the free dino, there was app sleep time. But with the hobby dive dino, it doesn't have that any kind of like sleep times. And considering that this project of mine still gets a recognition from viewers after such a long period of making it public, I definitely needed to use the Hobidev Dino so that incoming user doesn't find the app sleeping. So like after shifting to Hobidev Dino, I have seen in my like, I have integrated to Google Analytics. I have seen like how the graph is going in a much better way. They're like, no, I can see like uh, the users are constantly accessing it. Yeah, so it's helped you operate your apps is what it sounds like yeah so what are uh what are some of the other uh perks or or tools that you've taken advantage of in the github student program so apart from heroku i have used DigitalOcean, also aws and the atom editor itself like i am currently coding over the atom editor then the unlimited free private repositories provided by github is actually which is something used a lot because there are some projects which I can't make public because they are my semester projects or like I have not allowed to make it public. Then I have used Namechip to get a domain name. I use SendGrid heavily to uh, integrate mailing in my apps. And then there are quite a few new additions to the student development pack, which I haven't availed till now because they were added recently. But I would like to for sure use them in like my coming time so uh, they are like canva is there dot tech domains the name.com domain and the bootstrap studio like i can get a license template from the bootstrap studio i'm looking forward to it cool yeah so coming back to your uh your tech stack i'm, I'm curious uh, why you chose python and django uh you know what your background is with those like with that language and how you feel about it too. So while choosing the stack of either Python Django or the Node.js, it was actually quite a big discussion, which I had with like a lot of students and the seniors before the summer break started. So it was actually like uh, any person I meet, okay, what do you think I should start with? Should I start with the Python's Django or should I start with the Node.js? And the thing was like, it was divided over the people who were comfortable with Python stack and the other people who were comfortable with JS stack. At the end, it was like 50-50 uh, consideration. It was like up to me itself, like, okay, do what you want to do. It's not much of a difference you can, we will find in the start. And like they both are going to at the end do the same thing. They'll make your server app and everything. So what happened was like, I didn't know much of like, coding experience in the JavaScript itself. But I was like comfortable with Python at that time as a language. So I took up with the Django and I started with it. And finally I'm here with the like Python Django stack as my backend coding language. Do you think that's a good tech stack for students, for people who are learning how to program? Yeah, so after an year or like a year and a half, I am actually comfortable with coding in almost any language. And I have also worked with Node.js as of now. So the thing was like one of my friends actually even shifted to Django after Node.js. 
one of the like best thing which i found in django is like it helps you make your apps faster faster in a way it la- takes less coding time it takes handles much of the things by itself and the file structure is uh, very much organized which my friends are is not much the case in nodejs then the programming language syntaxes of python itself is much easier then like there if you have javascript you actually need to take care of asynchronous functions and like how asynchronous uh, code will execute but that's not the case in python you know like it will go line by line over there and actually the structure in a way how django works is i like a lot like you actually separate your code completely in different files it makes it easier to actually go around the development so whenever i somebody asks me like okay which uh, framework should i start with so i firstly ask them okay which language actually you are comfortable with like you can start with any of the framework but i can tell you like which in which direction you can actually go easier with so if somebody said i don't know javascript and i need to take a time to learn javascript but i know python so i said okay you can go overhead with the django framework you will actually take less time to learn but at then like you can learn both of them so that's how it went yeah that makes sense i i think those those things that are helpful to a student are are also uh helpful to people who have been programming for years i mean ultimately i think it's it's a tech stack that uh increases your productivity right and that's that's useful to all developers yeah okay so let's turn to the uh, campus experts program can you tell me a little bit about this okay so github campus experts program is a, actually a program for the students who are actually enrolled in a university or a school so it's basically for building your on campus tech community and like with the support of github but it's not limited to that like you only build an on campus tech community it's basically a platform for you to actually enhance your skills be it public ski, uh, speaking or be it your leadership skills actually uh, you can get invited to different hackathons where you can interact with people or like conferences you can attend and like have a talk with uh, leaders of the industry and like express yourself and that actually gives you a good platform to be a good leader and like enhance your shiver of stage fright or like talking to people in public yeah so it sounds like it helps with uh more than just technical skills right it's, yeah. it's things that uh other things that you i mean and th- th- those are skills that you need to to work in any professional environment so that's that's very interesting yeah. to hear so actually it's not just like it's kind of i take it in a way like don't just code you are much more than a programmer you actually can express yourself how much you know go talk to people have a healthy community get get some good discussions over what you actually know let the world know about what actually do be a good leader and like be expressive So what are your plans uh after school or or do you hope to continue working on this project uh do you look forward to entering uh the industry as a professional So currently in I am in my final year it will be one year until I join as an industry professional I'll be for sure moving forward to taking up a job in the industry for the same software developer role 
I am also actually have research prospects, which I might do like pursue my masters after some time uh, doing as a, working as an industrial professional. Like I am, I have actually published a research paper also and like going for a research intern for the same. So, in a long term plan, I actually want to make a SaaS based product of my own, which actually people use it. So currently I'm been making uh, projects which are used like not much by the people or like it's just being live and like people see it. Okay, some kind of project this like exists. I actually want to make a project which actually reaches to a good amount of people and they actually use it in their daily lives. And coming to this project, Hawksnox itself. So I made it actually around three years back. After that, I didn't get a good amount of time to maintain it. I maybe come up with a complete new version of it, kind of like completely new Hawksnox, which is still a portfolio generator, but completely better than what it now is. So you said you've done some research. What was the uh, the topic of that research? So uh, my research was in the field of natural language processing, but the topic of the paper was video summarization using text-based uh, summarization techniques. So it was like we had this task of summarizing a video and how we did approach towards it was that we took the subtitles of the video, we uh, summarized them and created a new video out of it. But it was not limited to just this. The research part was that we had to analyze the different algorithms which are currently there and we used ensemble technique over them and compared the results which were coming out of them. We took non-weighted combinations, weighted combination, generated a lot of amount of results, then compared which one performs better. You are actually able to get some good results which were like good enough for us as students who are working on a, such kind of projects for the first time under the guidance of our professor. Yeah, very, very interesting. Is that a, a research area that if you continue with your master's, you'll continue to pursue or, or, or are you thinking of uh, going into other topic areas? Yes, like if I pursue my master's, the area of natural language processing will be for sure my area where, which I will pursue it. So I want to ask you uh, one more question, uh, actually two more questions about Heroku. Uh, what is your favorite part of Heroku or favorite feature? And then is there something about Heroku that you would change? The, my favorite part is still deploying by the way of Git push Heroku master that just actually does the work completely magically. And I don't actually need to take care of much of the things. On the same time, the least like, it's, I can't say like it's not preferred or it's something bad, but it's like this command when it fails, it doesn't give you much of a pleasure because you I might have created a mistake in a configuration file. Maybe there can be a better way of creating the configuration files for the project. Like if I have to host a Django app, uh, I go about checking the blogs and then create the files my, myself. If there is a better way for it, 
I'll be very much happy to host Mojango. It's much more easier. Yeah, well, I, I always say the best kind of configuration is the one you don't have to write. So maybe we can <laughs> do a better job of doing things for you. That's always an option. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for being here, Anupam. Thank you very much for having me here. It was actually very much nice to talk about my first project and the complete how I use the student developer pack and the Heroku tool provided by in it. If you would like to learn more about uh, the GitHub Student Developer Pack program, uh, we have a URL in the in the notes. It's education.github.com/pack. Uh, if you register for the program and and for this offer with Heroku, uh, you're eligible to receive uh, one free Hobby Dino for up to two years. Uh, and so this is a a great program that that helps students. Uh, use the same tools as as professional developers and, and we really encourage people to give it a try so thank you again for being here and uh, thank you for listening thanks for joining us for this episode of the Codish podcast Codish is produced by Heroku the easiest way to deploy manage and scale your applications in the cloud if you'd like to learn more about Codish or any of Heroku's podcasts please visit heroku.com slash podcasts